to the Channel Junkies Podcast. Podcast. Where we will discuss all the top tips and strategies to grow a massive real estate YouTube channel that will get you millions of dollars of free leads each and every month. Stop cold calling, door knocking, and paying for leads and watch your business grow 10x with YouTube. We cover everything from starting a channel, optimizing it to be a lead machine, and exactly what videos dominate in ranking so you can get more views, subscribers, and ultimately more home. Welcome in, everybody. I got a little bit of a studio office rearrangement going on right now. Uh, but what we're going to be doing is discussing the weekly live Q&A questions uh, that you have regarding social media marketing for real estate, content marketing for real estate, and of course, my favorite and my baby, YouTube for real estate. So we'll be talking about all of those and uh, answering your questions that you have um, last week and, and actually the past few weeks, a lot of the questions we've had um, really are pertaining towards why is my channel not freaking growing right now? Why is everything so slow? My reach outs have slowed down. Um, that's kind of what we've been noticing across the board with a lot of our channels, but also, you know, most of the people that are reaching out um, on on this platform, you know, on my Wednesdays talking about you know, uh, other stuff. So I've had a few likes already. If you guys can just comment, you can hear me, see me. Always want to make sure that that is taken care of first and foremost. Um, I've got a new studio setup, so you'll be seeing it kind of in my newer channel junkie videos and, and some of the new videos that I release on my living in channels, uh, kind of messing with stuff. And so we can talk about that again, anytime it comes to studio equipment or video equipment, it's stuff that you kind of graduate towards and, and, grow up towards, I guess, and, and really just out of curiosity, sometimes I like changing my studio because I'm just bored. Like I'm tired of seeing the same thing all the time. And, you know, I have 13 YouTube channels, so I see it a lot more than just one. But um, this one, you know, I got some family moving in with me for a month or two and needed some space. So I cleared it up and I'll be able to put my niece's bed in here. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I'm going to have, I got this corner over here with uh, a bunch of stuff that, that people can see kind of in the background. But um, what I'm going to be doing is if you can kind of see behind me, uh, I've got that Canon DSLR camera on the wall uh, mounted to it. So I'll get out of the way and talk. I have those big swing arms that the lights on and the cameras on. And I'm actually sitting all the way up with that camera right in my face. And what it's doing is it's focusing on my face. And then behind me is very like, uh, you know, it's kind of like out of focus, fuzzy, and the colors really pop. It's kind of fun. So that's something that I'm learning is, you know, leveraging a room and its space, um, you know, differently. If you like that that background look of like where people have the lights and the, and the autofocus, you know, in and out, that's what I'm doing is I'm sitting on the opposite side of the room with the camera right in my face. And then, you know, all my stuff behind me, you know, 10, 12 feet behind me. So... Cool. I got a bunch of you out there. You guys can hear me, see me. This is your chance, your opportunity to ask me anything that you have or want uh, or tell me any of your wins that you have when it comes to content marketing, YouTube for marketing. And so it doesn't matter if you're brand new into this or been doing it a thousand years. Uh, you probably got questions uh, re regarding pr uh, systems, processes, content marketing, video equipment, audio equipment, uh, what videos to shoot, how to shoot videos, anything and above. So make sure you're asking that. And before I get it and stack me up, guys, I'll be here for as long as you guys need answering everything. Um, but if you are new here, my name is Jackson Wilkie with the Channel Junkies. In this channel, I teach real estate professionals 
how to blow up their business leveraging YouTube video marketing, content marketing. So if that's what you want, make sure you tap that subscribe button and you click the bell so you're notified every time we do a new video. And this is your opportunity to ask me anything. We got a few questions coming up already. No dumb questions, no beginner questions, ask away. Living in Fredericksburg, Virginia. What would you do if you film on your GoPro 9 only three months old and I filmed the video and when I was done, it splits the video or it doesn't record my video. So what do you mean by it splits the video? Um, if you are pulling out a card, um, if you're pulling out your little micro SD card out of your GoPro, it does, if you shoot a 16 minute video or a 10 minute video, it does split the clips automatically for some reason into four gigabyte, which is usually if you're shooting in 1080, right around eight minutes, eight and a half minutes. So you're gonna have a bunch of like eight minute clips. If you shoot like a 24 minute video, you're gonna have three different clips. So that when you're looking at that in in your browser or in your file, you know, however you're opening that, that uh, file, it's gonna be like one, seven, zero, 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 zero. And then, or one five six zero zero zero. The next one's like one five six or, or two five six zero zero zero. Then three five six. So now you know there's one, two, and three clips. So that's probably what's happening is you're not losing it. You got to go down at the bottom of the files and look if it's got um, the very first number should be one for the first eight minute clip. The second one, second eight minute clip will be two, and it'll have the same exact number on it. So um, you're probably not losing your footage. You just got to go find it and look for it. I might be able to pull some up and, and see, but I change all mine. So I wouldn't be able to give you, I, I rename all mine. So I don't think I have any that, that I could show you that do that. Yeah, I rename all mine. Uh, but yeah, so that's the thing that you need to know about uh, GoPro videos is that when you pull that little card out for some reason, it's just going to be in, in, in uh, eight minute sections, in four gigabyte sections. So you're probably not losing it. And yeah, so when I would vlog, I would have freaking 80 clips, right? Boom, 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 boom. And the very last number is the one that goes up by one each time. So it's like 1-8-7-9-6-0-0-1, 1-8-9-6-0-0-2, So that's each clip every time I start and stop that video. Um, but the front number, right? one eight nine seven zero zero one, And then two nine eight seven zero zero one so the the ending's the same but now the front of it's different so it goes one two so if it's the same clip same video the front number the first number will be the one that's changed and if it's a completely different clip different everything then the the last number will change so yeah that's probably what's happening and trust me like i mentioned this is why i want you guys to ask me everything because I have struggled with it. I've gone through all this stuff for years and years now. So that's a great question. Yeah, so I'm not sure what's going on. I've switched my SD card and it's still happening. It's not the SD card or not. It's just you got to go down and look and you'll find. And then when you drag those into the editor, um, let's say you have three, like you shot a 24-minute video um, and you never turn the GoPro off. You're going to have three different clips, um, three different eight-minute clips, and when you drag that into an editor and you stack them up to each other, 
it's like it never even happened. It doesn't show like a weird line or a weird glitch. It, it just keeps going straight. You wouldn't even know where that is. But for some reason, yeah, it only has them in those four gigabyte files or whatever. And that's another reason, you know, I don't shoot in like 4K or any of that because the video files are so big and then you get even more clips. Kevin Graham. Hi, what's up, Kev? What camera are you recording on now? So since I'm in the middle of kind of redoing my whole studio and everything, this is just my uh, Logitech web camera. So these are good enough for, for YouTube videos. I know Jesse shot plethora of videos with this. I mean, it's a full HD camera. And all I have is this like $9 crappy little light behind it. That's it. I mounted it to the wall and I turned that on. But that amount of light, it really helps. I mean, if I turn that off, you can kind of see how dark and gray and, and it's just not that clear. So this is a Logitech cam. They're like 60 bucks on Amazon. And just by putting that light, a little $50, $60 Logitech camera. And the cool thing is this hooks right into your computer um, and gives you, you know, HD. So it, it, it works amazing, you know. You guys would never know or you don't care. You're here to you know, ask me questions and answer. So you really don't care how perfect the video quality is. Um, and, and, and you probably didn't even think about it. So it's a great option for people who just want to, you know, record a lot of content quick and fast and easy and just use that. So again, you guys stack me up with anything. Lots of questions. Let's go. All right, so if your analytics say that your traffic source is predominantly coming from a particular area, how many sh videos should I film there? I have about five out of 20 there so far. That's, yeah, so I'll, I'll kind of like, I know I know what you're saying, but just to kind of give the audience and everybody wh what you're talking about is when you go into your traffic source and you look at the and you click on YouTube search, like what are people searching to find your videos? Um, that's what she's talking about. And that's what I always talk about, the ATS, the analytics, the traffic sources, see what people are searching. Once you find the, the number one driver to your channel, and it's not just the number one, I'm gonna take the top four or five. So like here in Houston, the number one driver is the Woodlands, Texas. Number two is Houston, Texas. Number three is Katy, Texas. Number four is living in Houston, Texas. Number five is Sugarland, Texas. So. I got two Houston's and I got three suburbs. This is a massive, massive, massive city, but that basically told me right there that between Woodlands, Sugarland, Katy, um, and Houston, that's the majority of my content right there. So I'm doing about, yeah, three to five. I do maybe a, a, an individual pros and cons for that city. I'll do uh, a vlog for it. I always have the vlog for it. And then I usually do like a map video. People love map videos. And then I might just do like a seven things you need to know type video but that's all i typically do um the other thing you can do is kind of compare and contrast like lady versus the woodlands right living in orlando versus Kissimmee or whatever i don't know those cities but um yeah that that's the other thing so i just do a couple but but you can stay consistent every few months do another one right and just add to it but um yeah if you have a major driver to the channel you definitely want to make sure you're shooting videos on it 
I'll take a second here real, real quick, guys. Um, I see quite a few other questions coming in. Go ahead, load me up with whatever you have. Um, and we are partnering with agents all around the world. We've partnered with over 300 of them. It's amazing. Gets us into you know, coaching you and, and helping you, giving the, the courses and curriculum for free. We really want to get into your business and help you. So if you want more information on, on our partnership program, just shoot me an email, uh, jackson at realagentnow.com. It's down in the description below. You can schedule calls, whatever. There's the email. But um, if you want to learn more about how, how we're partnering with agents and helping them, go ahead. And if you're new to the channel, this is what we do. We teach you what works and not all that crap that doesn't work. I've been through the, the I've been through. In fact, I was just on a call today with a gal who spent over, over $20,000 on real estate courses that don't work. Isn't that disgusting? And I, I feel her pain. I went down that path. You know, I, me and Jesse shot videos all the wrong way. And I, I believe it or not, before I got into all this, I was paying $500 a month to learn Facebook ads. So I was doing Facebook ads before I even got into doing these videos. And, and yeah, there's too many shiny objects out there, but we're there. We're here to kind of dismantle that. And sometimes doing the living in and the moving to channels don't work for certain people. We've had agents join us and they try, 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 and they can't. I was just on a conversation today with one of our partner agents and I even met up with him and helped him and they struggled doing the living in channels and he knew land and ranch so freaking well and he started shooting those videos and it blew up. He's driving home from showing an $8 million um, hunting property in Texas and he's like, I was driving around some of the most exclusive ranches in Texas in my freaking side by side driving a brand new truck with million dollar clients watching sunsets in areas I've never seen. And I just pinched myself like, I cannot believe this is happening from my YouTube channel. So sometimes the stuff that I teach and the way that I talk, the way that I am, it worked for me. It's my why, it's my about me too. So you guys really got to hone in on your niche and what you love and speak it and then be patient and let this these algorithms really work for you. So, uh, I just labeled the clips in order so that I can work with them. You taught that in the course. Yeah, so I have an, another course where um, if you guys aren't partners with us and you just want the course, just go to channeljunkies.com and it's the exact playbook. Obviously, if you partner with us, you get it for free. But I, I did a separate video on how I organize my clips for my blogs. Again, that's something that I had to kind of invent. Not kind of. I had to 100% invent as I traveled all over, shot hundreds and hundreds of clips and, and had to get them off to editors. I was the one shooting the video clips, so I knew where everything went. So if I didn't label it, the editor's never going to know where the stuff goes. And then we blame the editor. It's never the editor's fault. But I did a whole course on how I, I have my crazy random ordering of all of my clips. There we go. Kevin Graham. Great question. Do you do YouTube only or do you add it all to Facebook and Instagram and TikTok? Nope. I don't add my videos anywhere. That's actually the biggest misconception. And this is a great question, Kevin, because there are some new people here. Um, if, if you, if, if a lot of people have been riding, riding with me for a few years. That's actually something that I, I uh, you know, debunked um, over two years ago as we started sharing our YouTube videos on Facebook and Instagram and everywhere to try and get views because that's what realtors and marketers teach you and try and sell you on is views and subscribers. And every time I did that, I started, you know, really becoming a YouTuber and understanding my analytics and my data. And every time I would share it on Facebook, Instagram and blast it out there, all of my click through rates, the average view durations, everything plummeted and it just crushed the channel. It crushed the, the video and it would pull everything out of ranking. So 
I don't mess with any of those other platforms. And one of the main reasons is it, those are all for entertainment. You don't sell shit from any of those. Um, you know, I know TikTok's getting sold heavy to real estate agents right now, but, and even some of the watch times are longer than YouTube. But think about the last time you ever went to TikTok to make a major purchase, a new vehicle, a new laptop, moving to a new city, whatever that major purchase was. Do you go to TikTok to try and find your answers? No, you're usually in the bathroom going number two and you have a little bit of time. So you're scrolling through those things. Like the freaking girl at the gym today that was on this machine I wanted with her leg over it, not even using it, just swiping through TikTok videos. Like that's what those platforms are to me is time wasters and entertainment. I'm on them, I look at them, but I don't ever market my business on those because I want to be where people search out my content, right? The, the whole, the number one aspect to the sales cycle is problem recognition, right? So people have a massive problem and when they have a problem, they search it out, they seek it out, they go out and try and find answers. And so on these Facebook, Instagram, TikToks, they're not searching anything, they're just there for entertainment. And so sometimes you can catch people with like, gadget ads and and stuff for smaller um smaller you know items but when it comes to people moving relocating making the biggest decision in their life they're watching our videos two years five years even 10 years in advance and they're watching our videos over and over again so we do not leverage any other social media platform just youtube um and from that you know we actually just since we've been at exp the last 16 months we've already done over 200 home sales just from our YouTube channels um, in the last 16 months. So it's an awesome question. I love it. Um, and yeah, we're, we're only YouTube. That's just, we've done it all. And and that's the thing. That's a beautiful thing, Kevin, is I'm not making this stuff up where a lot of the, the marketers and stuff out there, they don't, they're not even licensed real estate agents. So they don't know if it gets business. They just, it sounds good. Right. And so I did all the Facebook, the Instagram, um, I did 30 for 30s, 30 different spots in 30 days and all over Facebook, all over Instagram. I went and interviewed all the shops, local restaurants, bars, schools. Um, to this day, with hundreds of those videos out there, we, we've never gotten a, even a phone call from them. So it, they just don't work. Um, we like you know answering consumers' questions on, on YouTube. So I use StreamYard and I post it live to YouTube and to Facebook at the same time. So there isn't a chance to edit it. Yeah, if you're going live, you're not going to have a chance to edit it. Um, I'm never going to pull clips from my live and chop them up or nothing. My lives are just my lives uh, and I keep them up there. I do some great live Q&As and, and actually just live videos for like I've done some for Portland, for Houston. One of my Houston live videos has over 10,000 views. Um, so people like those long form Q&A sessions. I'm not sharing it to Facebook either. Um, it's just straight up. Um, and usually I title it with something other than just like live Q and a, I'll, I'll really put in a good keyword title and let it just sit there forever on, on, uh, on YouTube. Yeah. Jesse says, I only shoot on my webcam that's built into my Mac right now. Yeah. So the webcam on our Macs, we have newer ones. They're pretty nice. They're really nice cameras, but we bought these Logitech, um, webcams man three years ago a long freaking time ago so um that that's the ones we we use when is it best to start a b testing on TubeBuddy? so a b testing and, and what again what that means um you're a little bit advanced for some that's awesome uh the the a b test so this is something that you can start doing with 
your thumbnails, with your titles, with your descriptions, your metadata, um, and you can start running the same video with different metadata to see which one works better. I don't ever mess usually with my title and descriptions. Um, I do a lot of split testing with thumbnails, right? This is something me and you talked about. You partnered with us. We sat down and talked about it. Um, thumbnails have, a, you know, if you're doing the titles and the descriptions the way I teach, that's going to work. But sometimes thumbnails can be a huge kicker. And I know yours, just for example, you were really tiny and small down in a bottom right corner and the hour stamp was covering you. And I mean, it just, it wasn't as inviting. So split testing your thumbnails, you can start it today. Um, I used to run hundreds and hundreds of split tests and, and sometimes I would, I'd get a 2% better click through rate, but that's, you know, if you got a hundred thousand, uh, you know, uh, impressions, you know, you're talking about a lot of freaking views, extra views by having 1%, 2% or 5% better click through rates. So, um, yeah, you can do that right away and it doesn't hurt anything. You have to have the highest paid version of, of TubeBuddy, but what you're going to do is just go in there. You, you click the video in TubeBuddy and then you upload a new, um, thumbnail and I always just run it until there's significant data. That's what the option is. You can run it for like 14 days or whatever, but I just always click it to significant data is going to drop the, the worst one off and keep the better performing one. And it just kind of helps you going forward. Like, okay, these thumbnails, the way I wrote, wrote these or did these, they just seem to click a get click a little bit better. All right. I have several file extensions, MP4, THM, WAVE, LRV. Just working with the MP4. Can I get rid of the other files? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you have that many. That's really weird. Um, but usually when, when you bring up your card reader, it has like the video file and then like an audio file, LRV or something underneath it. So I'm only using the top um, main ones. I... I just rename all of those and upload those to Google Drive and the rest I just, yeah, I get rid of the, all those. So um, that's all I do is just use the, the MP4 video files. And guys, I don't have um, any other questions here. So I, I will go. I'll, I'll stay here as long as you guys need. Um, but first and foremost, there's 20 of you in the audience. Uh, I've only got a few likes. So you guys hit that like button so it brings in more people. I know some of you like to just sit back and listen, but... Um, this is the Q and a session. So, uh, without any other questions, I'll, I'll just hop off. I got a lot of, a lot of things going in on my plate, but I will stay here for as long as you need. So stack me up with those questions out there. And since there is a bunch more of you on here, just to let you guys know, um, again, we are, uh, you know, partner with agents all across the, the, the country and, and, and the world. So if you want information on that, uh, that partnership program, just shoot me an email. All right. Kevin says, do you, did you do a video on background music? I did one video and was told my background music wasn't popping enough. I don't know if, it, are you talking about like someone in your comments told you your videos music isn't popping enough? Is that what you meant? Um, yeah, background music is just kind of like your feel. And, and again, the crazy thing is about this stuff is like your attitude, your personality, it's really got to start shining through. Um, 
and, and when I started the the real estate vlog way back in the day, I just did this. I always typed in upbeat hip hop, and it always had these boom, 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 boom. You know, like and that kind of stuff. And I could always edit my clips to those beat drops. And I don't know why or how I figured that out, but I started advancing that. And and it was just kind of our freaking. Um, it was just kind of our style, right? And and I mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm hip. I'm hip hop. No, just kidding. Uh, that that was really it. So the the background music and stuff is just kind of your style, but you got to be careful with it because I remember early on doing a lot of background music and it was very loud and and people get pissed about that too. Quite, you're never going to be able to you know win over everybody. But again, a lot of our videos and our styles and our music really was just kind of our personality and that's what attracted our own people. You know, so. Um, yeah, we, we've always just kind of done those cool, you know, intros. And now my, my editor, he does them for me. But um, yeah, he said it. a friend watched. He said it put him to sleep. Yeah, and I don't do as much. Mu when I first started, I almost did music throughout the entire video thinking I had to have it. Now I don't do near as much music. Um, it's going to be in the intro, maybe some transitions. But other than that, I'm not putting... And in fact, I don't even put any music in in these style videos, my talking head videos, pros and cons, cost of living, any of those. Never, ever, ever do I put music in there. Um, it's only in my vlogs, the intro, and it's usually like a, a hip hop beat type thing. And and it's catchy because it's go every time it beats, you know, a drone footage, then a, you know, and it might have a transition, a spinny transition or something in there. So, um, yeah, I don't leverage music that much anymore. You guys ask me anything, load me up. So I heard that it screws with your ranking if you mess up your titles and your descriptions. Is that true? Well, if you mess them up, then yes, it will kill you. But it doesn't hurt you if you do them right. I, I just tweaked three titles on channels today on videos that are like two years old. I'm constantly tweaking them because I'm getting smarter and better on which titles get clicked more, right? I know what gets clicked more. But here's the thing about it. If you did a video like a year and a half ago or, or even a month ago, and you're talking about the the housing market and five things you need to know. And then you go in there and you change it to the pros and cons of living in Florida. And then people click on that. And all of a sudden it's like, hi, I'm going to talk about the Florida housing market and, and some things you need to know. They're like, whoa, that's not what you type. That said pros and cons. And then so all of a sudden they bounce off and they don't watch it. And yet yeah, it kills you. And that video is done. It's toast. It'll never work again. Um, so your titles really have to be supportive of what the video is about. And that's why like my hooks in the beginning, you know, if I'm doing, you know, like moving to Idaho, um, you know, five things you need to know, I'm going to hook them at the beginning and be like, dude, if you're even thinking about moving to Idaho, we're hitting winter time. It's already snowed once this year. There's five things you do not know about Idaho and the lifestyle that you're going to want to know before you move here. Right. So, um, when I'm on, I'm t tweaking titles and stuff. That's typically what I'm doing is, um, it's the, it's like, in fact, I had one. It was like everything you need to know before moving to Idaho and moving to Idaho is at the end. So today I switched it and I said, moving to Idaho. And I don't remember how, what I wrote. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah, I don't know where it went, but 
Um, anyways, instead of having moving to Idaho, oh, moving to Idaho and then in brackets, all caps, watch this video first. So it used to just say everything you need to know about moving to Idaho. And that's a lot of words and a lot of verbiage to get to Idaho. So it, it was never performing. I just went back and looked at it today. So now it's moving to Idaho question mark. So my three keywords or the keywords that I want are right up there, right up front. Um, so that I, I tweak that kind of stuff all the time, right? And if it's a pros and cons video, I'm going to do like pros and cons of living in, you know, wherever. And then I might in brackets put something else in there like 2022 or um, I can't handle it or something in there to try and just get some more clicks. So um, no, it doesn't kill you. It, it can really help you and, and help videos to take off um, if done right. But you have to, with your title, if you change anything, you have to really support it. Um, and it has to be about your video. Thanks, Jackson. We appreciate you. Hey, thanks, Preston. I appreciate you, homie. All right, living in Atlanta, Georgia. How have you found, and guys, load me up. Um, load me up with your guys' questions. Stack me up. I'll be here for as long as you need. Hold on. Apparently, it was, my fan was a little loud. It's still hot as hell here in Texas, so my room's a little stuffy. How have you found is the best way to suggest someone to get on a Zoom call with you? I have found sometimes people shy away from it when I suggest it. Yeah, so every once in a while, we do get people who do not want to jump on a Zoom call. So what, what he's referencing is that, okay, someone has reached out. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for your videos. I love them. You know, we're thinking about moving to Atlanta. Uh, you know, can you help us? Perfect. So the, what we usually do is just, you know, that's where we're going to vet these people and, and try and figure out <clears throat> who they are, if they're serious, if they're buyers, if they're renters, right? So we're usually hitting them with kind of like, hey, that's amazing. You know, thanks for watching our videos. Now, when you move here, are you, are you looking to rent or buy? And they're like, oh, we're just going to rent, you know, for $300 a month. Then you're kind of like, okay, sorry, we don't work with rentals. But if you're like, no, we're, we're looking to buy, um, then you go, great. Let's get you right with the team and the relocation specialists. Um, and schedule a Zoom call at your earliest convenience. So we kind of put the ball in their court of like, hey, you schedule it. And we have a Calendly link where they go in and they book the the Zooms. We have a team um, right now that he they're, they're scheduling the Zoom calls uh, manually. So they are getting them to the Zoom. But a lot of times I was seeing in the emails, they're like, hey, we never received that Zoom call. And then it was like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I forgot I'm heading to the office. I'll get it to you. The automation, the Zoom calls, it's got to be like this, guys. You got to have it buttoned up. So go sign up for, you know, wait till the business starts coming in. So you don't, you're not paying for Calendly right away. But once the calls start coming, sign up for Calendly and create a link and then just go, hey, schedule this Zoom call at your earliest convenience. And we'll do a deep dive on, on you know, your move here to Atlanta, Georgia. And so, yeah, we don't ever have problems. And like our Portland team, I think they make like Tuesdays and Thursdays open for Zoom. So they're just doing Zoom calls all day, Tuesday, Thursday. And the rest of the days are not. And, they, you know, those are the only days they're available, right? And if somebody can't make that, they'll usually, you know, find another time or something, whatever. But 
Yeah, that, that's what you got to do. And, and getting the people to Zoom and especially get a lender on that call, it, it's going to, your business will really flourish. Um, and people, you know, you'll get every answer out there, every question answered. So don't, don't fear it. If people are just like anti-Zoom, like, dude, F off, I'm never doing a Zoom. Yeah, then give them a call or maybe they're not as serious, you know. So uh, we do go against putting, you know, your Zoom link like in your about section and, you know, hey, just schedule a call because it ends up, you know, you'll end up getting so many scheduled calls and it'll be like renters or people 10 years out like thinking about it. You know, so you really want to kind of vet these people when they email, call, or text right away. How do you handle engagements that stop communicating with you? And how do you get them to a Zoom? So kind of the same thing. I remember when I first started this, we had some reach outs and these people are like, oh my gosh, I love your video. We're moving to freaking Portland. Uh, we got a budget of 800,000 to 1.2 million. And I hadn't closed the deal yet. Like I'm new. So when I got that, first of all, I about cried and, and teared up. Second of all, I, you know, I'm starting to blast these people. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you coming? Are you? And Pete, honest to God, and you will see this people get cold feet or all of a sudden the, the mother-in-law is like, hell no, you ain't taking my grandbabies away from me. Or sometimes it's just like a knee jerk that night, like screw it. I'm moving to freaking Portland. And they're like seven beers in the next day. They're like, yeah, I'm probably not going to go in and quit my job today. So yeah, people get, you know, they get all hot and bothered. And, and sometimes like, Hey, you might be relocating for your job. And then that doesn't happen or they relocate somewhere else, or they go to a different city. One of the very first clients we had was here in Houston was moving to Portland. It was their dream. And they ghosted me. And I kept like, hey, are you guys okay? Are you okay? You know, what's going on? They ended up moving to Denver, Colorado. Like, yeah, it, it just happens. So now with so much business, that's why we really vet these people um, and schedule that Zoom call and figure out if they're for real or not. Because as it scales and grows, you, it's unfortunate. You're going to get the people like, oh, I tried reaching out and having a conversation with the team. And they, they uh, you know, they they denied me or they, they freaking ghosted me but you know their response was like yeah i might be moving in 25 years and i gotta i don't want to spend any money and, and can you get me a job and you're like nah sorry bro so um you're gonna get engagements that stop but this is a pipeline business it's gonna fill up and the crazy thing about that is you will have people reach out and we've had this and then also like 16 months later they're like Hey, you know how we talked, you know, a year, year and a half ago? Well, it's actually happening now. We are moving. We'll be there in a month. And then they come and they use us and buy us. So they're in our CRM, which is not our CRM. It's our YouTube channel. They're still watching our videos and they just be patient. So don't don't overthink it, guys. It's okay. And, and as the business really scales and grows, um, you'll actually be, you know, kind of filtering a lot of these people out more than I know. And I know it too, because I start new channels all the time. And everyone that comes in, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, close, close, close. And you know, sometimes they're nine months out. Do you add the music later? It sounds like it. I had to turn off my car radio since it was licensed. Yeah, yeah, that's a good note. Whenever I'm vlogging and someone's got their radio going in their car, I always turn it off. I, I got hit with that at the beginning. Um, but yeah, I always just add music. There's free music on YouTube. You can go, um, in fact, I'll show you right here. If I, 
if I go in right here, if you go into your settings or your YouTube studio, um, right down there, there's the audio library. There's a bunch of free music there, or we actually pay for Envato elements. And so we have a bunch of, uh, uh, licensed music that we can get there too. Your older videos had a cartoon character of you holding a tripod on a camera, uh, but you don't have that character in your recent videos anymore. Why'd you stop? I don't know, but it was this character here, I believe. Or, yeah, I had the cartoony. Me and Jesse went through the cartoony phase. I wonder if I still have that somewhere. I'm sure I do. Yeah, it was just like a brand play thing. Like, it had nothing to do with, like, um, had nothing to do with, like we were having success with it or not. I'm going to pull it up. That was our cartoony days. That one right there. Um, yeah, I, we made these cartoonies off Fiverr and it ended up being the channel junkies logo that we use today, but this was actually in Seattle. Uh, Jesse took that picture of me and then I sent it to Fiverr. And he drew it as a cartoon and I, yeah, I used to use it or whatever, but, um, no, there's no, no rhyme or reason why we stopped, you know, and probably mainly because I don't edit my videos anymore. I haven't even seen any of my videos lately, so I don't really know. All right. Um, guys, stack me up with questions. I'll be here for as long as you guys need again, like I said, so whatever you guys have, there's nothing I haven't struggled with or not figured out okay i'm getting through some of these okay so that sounds great thank you i'll definitely try that yeah that was living in atlanta about getting people to zooms yeah get them to zoom it, it is huge for your for your business and thanks i appreciate it i was just so excited a and i think you meant to say that that a, you know somebody reached out and that's what happens we get so excited when these reach outs come it it's crazy you because you never believe it when you're shooting in these videos and doing youtube and, and you hear everybody around you with all this business and people calling and it ain't happening to you and then all of a sudden when that call or that email comes in it is there's nothing better in real estate like there's just nothing better than these clients reaching out and, and calling you so like uh like laura our one of our partners at exp she says down in florida all the time she's like i got a freaking referral from a friend and it was awkward i didn't even it sucked like my YouTube clients are so much better because they've watched me. They love me than a freaking referral from a friend. It was that awkward. Um, and I had to like convince them and convert them. So this is better business than freaking referrals. All right. Thank you so much for sharing all this great, great stuff with us. Uh, when you have a thumbnail with a YouTube link on Pinterest or on your blog, it takes you to the YouTube video. How does this uh, affect the algorithm? So you actually do not use a thumbnail on Pinterest with a YouTube video. Pinterest has to be linked to a website. So all of our Pinterest account stuff, which I mean, we still do, but it's not something that we really focus on at all anymore. And we only did it for Portland. So I would really hone in on just the YouTube aspect, but um, our Pinterest account is all thumbnails. They're pins, you know, they're vertical. They're, they're they're a certain format, and when you click on those, it is a clip out of the. It, it's a not a clip. It's a they pull a piece out of the blog. It's a little excerpt of like 
seven things you need to know before moving to Portland. And there's like a little a one hitter line in there with a link and it goes to our website, which goes to a blog. So um, it has nothing to do with the, the algorithm there with Pinterest. And when you have the um, YouTube link on your blog, we're not taking the raw YouTube link and, and putting it in there. What we're doing is getting an embedded link. So when you go to your YouTube video, you can go into your settings and you can grab the embedded link and you embed that into your blog and it helps your ranking. It is actually very important um, for, for ranking, right? It's not something that, again, that you have to do. We, we have a lot of our channels that we don't have blogs or websites for, but um, with the Portland stuff, you got to realize that Google owns YouTube. So if Google, you know, um, if, you know, if Google has your, your blogs or whatever, and people are reading it, holding your blogs, and then they click on your video, well, it's still the same data. That just might be somebody who likes watching videos more than reading blogs. And it's still on a platform that Google owns. So they're never going to hurt you in that case. Again, when someone asked earlier about Facebook, Instagram, and all that, they freaking hate it when you cross promote on, because if I put my YouTube video on Facebook, and a bunch of people click it, that means they left Facebook. So you're gonna get hurt in Facebook and vice versa. You know, if you have all these links and websites and squeeze pages all over YouTube and you're making people click off YouTube to go to your stuff, it starts hurting you. That's why, you know, we don't have any of those squeeze pages, landing pages or anything. Um, but we embed our YouTube videos into our blogs is what we do. All right, one more question here, guys. So if nothing else comes up after this, um, we'll be done for the day. Okay, I was recommended since I love playing video games that I should incorporate that somehow. So I really liked the cartoon character and was going to add a character element to my videos. Again, like Kevin, I, I can't answer that. It's not something I've done. And this is the thing about YouTube, like, You've got to experiment with things. Um, I, I do things a certain way because it's just the the way I've found works best for me. The way that I talk, the way that I act, that the way that I um, you know vlog and, and talk about cities and suburbs. It's just my way. It's my opinions, and that's why I attract my people. So, like like Carrie did, you know, here in, in Texas, he got away from my style because it didn't work, and he started talking land and ranch and wearing a hat and riding side by sides and shit. Like he loves that. It's who he is. So. I don't know about incorporating video games into your videos about, um, you know, moving to a city per se. I don't know how that would look or, or what that would look like. Um, and again, I, I wouldn't like go too hardcore into the characters, but shoot, try it. Like, yeah, be yourself on camera. I, I, I don't really know that. That's one we'd have to kind of look through. Um, but it's not probably something I would really recommend. And the cartoony that we did, it wasn't like it was a big aspect of the business. It was like, hey, what's up? This is Jackson Wilkie. And I think it like it popped up or something, if I remember right. But it wasn't like the character went through the video or anything. I stopped using a cartoon because I read an article that said people don't think it's professional. Yeah, and that could be. Um, there we go. We got a few more questions. When going into new home sales model home, uh, do you think it's a good or bad idea to incorporate the sales rep to talk about the area or would that potentially send them to the builder? 
Well, here, I'm going to give you my two cents on, on the builders and what we do. So if we ever talk about a new development, it's never about the house, right? It's usually about the area, the location, what you're close to, what you're not close to, um, and, and usually the prices and stuff. But whenever we go to new developments, we're the face of the video. So even if we talk to a sales representative and they give us a bunch of information, that's great. But in that video, two, three, four times, we're going to be like, hey, and this is why you reach out. to If you're looking at new construction, like we have so many great relationships with these builders. These builders are not out to give you everything, right? They're into making money. So if you just go straight to the builder, they're only representing, you know, they're really representing their interests at, at the most. So it doesn't cost you anything extra to work with us. But I know that I can get you, you know, closing costs cooked into there. Maybe we can get um, upgraded appliances Maybe we can get, you know, something. And, and so we always put it in as like, hey, we're free. We're going to give you all the representation. And then the other thing is we always talk about is like, look, when it comes to building, you know, buying new construction, everybody thinks, oh, these houses are just perfect. Everything's perfect. Everything's going to work. There's nothing wrong. You would not be or you would be absolutely shocked if you found out some of the things we found wrong with new construction. Now, that's not here to scare you that new construction is all bad, but there's been sinks I've seen that haven't been caulked. And when you turn on the faucet, it leaks down into the cabinet. So the builders, they're not all going to look at this kind of stuff. I am. We're going to get inspections. We're going to make sure everything's going. We've had, uh, you know, out of 10 new construction homes, we've had three of them with broken sewer pipes. And what does the builder and everybody and the sales rep always say? Oh, everything's new. It's fine. You don't need to get that checked. BS. Like, we're going to run sewer scopes because all the, the skid steers and the tractors that go in the front yard and backyard, this is one that Jesse always did. He was so you know anal about that stuff because the, the construction workers, it's not the builder who's building the whole house. It's all the contractors outside. So we just really emulate this stuff in our videos, hardcore, that like we're here to make sure your house is perfect. <clears throat> we can help negotiate um, and, and, you know, the builder's not. So we always just kind of incorporate that stuff into it. But again, when you're doing new home sales and stuff and, and construction, make sure you're making that video evergreen, <clears throat> right? About the area. Because the houses you're looking at today, that's not evergreen if, 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 you know, a year from now or even six months from now. So, but the vlog is. So we did some new construction tours in, in Portland that we still get calls on two and a half years ago because there's still, you know, second phase, third phase, fourth phase of that development. But it was the area that attracted them. What is Carrie's channel? I'll have to look it up. Um, I think it's Landon Ranch, Texas. Killing it. Thousand subs and only 16 videos. Here it is. <clears throat> Texas Landon Ranch living. So it used to be living in Houston, Texas. He couldn't get it going. Started doing these videos. Next thing you know, boom, took off. Yeah, he's he already, he closed. It's not an escrow. He closed a $3 million uh, ranch property. He has like a uh, an investor for $14 million buying some dirt. And he, he just, he's driving home right now from West Texas, the hill country, uh, with these people and he's pretty confident they're going to write on that eight million dollar hunting property so yeah he's just figured out his niche i can't figure out how to use google voice for free i'm looking for a free option if there are any 
Uh, are there any solutions or do I just need to bite the bullet? I have no idea. Maybe somebody in the in the comment section can comment on that. I don't know anything about Google Voice. Um, we pay for our phone lines and you're definitely going to want an extra phone line. We've had five agents you know, join us that when this took off, they had to give up their personal phone number and get a new number because it's just you have to. So I don't know. We'll have to in fact, go to the go to Channel Junkies, uh, YouTube for Real Estate and Facebook. We have a free group there, thousands of agents, and ask that question in there, and you'll probably get a really good answer. And anybody out there that's not part of it, just go to Facebook, look up Channel Junkies, YouTube for Real Estate. There's a good group in there of a lot of agents growing, so you can get a lot of questions answered quickly. Thank you for all uh, so much for your help. I got my first true reach out last week. I'm so excited. There we go. Nothing better than that. All right, guys. Well, that rounds everything up today. Oh, Dalton says it's all about uh, alleviating pain points for buyers and sellers. Absolutely. That's it. <clears throat> awesome. We have some great land, horse farm areas on the outskirts of town. Yep, it's. You know, it, it's it's something that he knew he loved and, and he owned it and now he rolls with it. So it works really great. <coughs> and I can't believe how fast it's growing. Um, but that's it for today. Uh, I don't have any other questions. Um, if you want more information on our partnership program, don't forget, just reach out, shoot me an email, jackson at realagentnow.com. You'll figure out if it's a fit or not. We don't force anybody into anything it's really like hey is this going to fit for you or not at least you'll know um, you can schedule calls with us to learn more about that um, if you want and you miss some of these live q a's i've got dozens of them on our podcast just go to any of your podcast platforms search channel junkies you'll see it there tons of live q a's so that you'll hear so when you're driving around you know you're going to hear a lot more of these good questions getting answered as well so uh, go check that out and until the next video homies we'll catch you later Are you wanting to dominate on YouTube and scale your business like a boss? Oh, yeah. Check out our pro course in the show notes below or learn how to partner with us at eXp Realty to get exclusive access to all boot camps and courses. Plus, check out hundreds of free videos on how to dominate YouTube for real estate. Just search Channel Junkies on YouTube. Channel Junkies on YouTube. Into the next podcast. Peace, homies. It's Brewski time.